Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, we're just going to start because it could go for five hours. I'm going to try <laughs> to keep you to one hour here. Guys, Becca Tilly's here from, uh, I want to say Ben's season, but you started on what I wrote down on here, Farmer Chris's season. I did. I did start, but we met on Ben's season, so that's the more significant memory here. And also co-host of Scrubbing In, which is completely relevant to my life as a huge Grace fan. We will get to that a little bit towards the end. But here's what's funny. Like, there's so much I don't know about you before like Farmer Chris season, right? Like who, who were you before you went on this journey of bachelor dumb for two seasons and like became who you are? Like what was going on relationship wise that you were like, I'm going to go on TV. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Great question. Actually, I don't know if anyone's ever, I mean, they were kind of like, what'd you do before the bachelor? But no one's ever asked me in depth. I mean, please get in depth. (laughs) Um, So I, I lived in San Diego. I'm originally from Louisiana, moved out to San Diego, and I worked for a chiropractor down there. I was a chiropractic assistant. And Rad. to be honest, I never, yeah, it was great. <laughs> I never, um, I never watched The Bachelor as like a, I watch it loyally now. Like when Mondays come, I sit down. You it's have a thing. to, yeah. But before I was on it, I, if I was at a friend's house on a Monday night and they were watching it, I would sit down and I saw, I remember like the one that really stands out was Desiree season when (laughs) Brooks left. Yes. (laughs) Like that one like really lives in my, in my head. Of course it does. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I was never like, you know, it wasn't something I ever even considered for myself. And I was a very traditional, like I, the concept of the bachelor was so crazy to me because in my mind I was like, well, a guy's supposed to pursue me and show me that he wants to be with me and make the effort. And so I never even like, it was never a thought that I would go on that show. And then my best friend, Laura, who I've known since my freshman year of high school, she was a fan, like always watch it. And she would always be like, let's send in a video submission for you. It could be so funny. And I just like brush her off, you know? Of course. And so one day I'm at work and she sends me a text message and she said, something along the lines of like, did you know that all you have to do to nominate someone to go on The Bachelor is send in a photo of them and a paragraph about them? And like I said, I looked at the text and I kind of, it was she like, She really okay, wanted cool. this for you. Like, yeah, this she really she did. <laughs> it kept coming up in conversation. Yeah, and so literally <laughs> I brushed it off. And then that weekend I went to Chicago and as I was getting off the plane, I had a voicemail and I listened and he was like, hi, this is Scott. I'm from The Bachelor. Your friend Laura submitted you, whatever. <laughs> so I text her and I go, I just got a call from traitor. You traitor. And she was like, come on. Like, I just, I just did that this week. Like, come on. You have to call them back. So I go into work and my coworker was a Bachelor fan as well. And they had sent me the application and it was, you know, it was like, a book so and I was so like, big I am yes. not doing this and my my coworker was like I'll help you fill it I'll out do like, it come you. On, do it. yeah so it was a teamwork effort and so yeah I I really didn't have any horrible dating experiences I 
had a guy who I kind of grew up with and who I always was just like, I'm very drawn to musicians. And he was like the quarterback, but he was also the lead in all the school plays. And so there was like this, you know, I just always had the biggest crush on him. And we kind of had a thing, but it never went anywhere. I just could, I, he, I could not get over that. And so then eventually as we just like stopped talking as much and I was able to get out of my head, like that's probably most likely not not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I got on Tinder and (laughs) that's really when I had the dating experiences where I was like, is this it? Like, is this what it's like? Cause I had never, I was kind of intimidated by dating. I still would say I I feel that way. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uncomfortable and weird. So awkward. So weird. And you kind of go through the same conversations, you know, every first date is kind of the same. Speaking of, we were just talking about love Island. I I feel like when I do go on a date, it's just going to be like, so what's your type? Like on paper, like I'm just going to go straight into it because that's what they do. It's just right away. They're like, am I your type? Who are you into? Like, I'm just going to go straight into it now. I'm getting too old for this. Yeah. It's like, we got to just cut the 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 small talk. Yeah. Cut to the chase, baby. I'm totally with you on that. But I went on, I think four Tinder dates and it's funny looking back because I think about those times and I weirdly brought up my virginity on those first dates as if they needed to know that immediately. Okay, wait, 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 can, can we, I'm sure you don't remember them, but like think about of a date. When did it slip in? Like I'm a virgin, just outright, like, I don't know. Like I look back on it and I remember having these conversations thinking, I mean, I was just very confident in who I was. So it was never like, you know, I, I just look back and kind of laugh because I'm like, I'm sure they were thrown off. They were like, like oh, okay. I wasn't trying to sleep with you tonight. <laughs> you know, like I was so arrogant. I really didn't want like, to take you home tonight. Slow I, down. I just wanted yeah. to have a drink. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> oh, but also I didn't drink. The t- I was just, I was very, I think I probably came across very um, cold and like shut off. Yeah. And assumed, I made assumptions about these guys before, before on a first date. So anyways those happen and then my Laura nominated me for the bachelor and in my mind I thought it can't be worse than that and maybe I'll get to travel you know like that could be cool ironically we were the season that stayed in basically the midwest the whole season (laughs) which I got to see some beautiful places in the United States I'd probably never see true um and so yeah and then by the end of it I remember you know there was a lot of I had a lot of uh people being like why did you go on the show if you weren't ready and in my mind I thought how do you I mean my parents eloped after a few months together so in my mind I know I know that that could happen yeah and I wasn't shut off to the idea but I think I was so sheltered and scared of I still have a fear of commitment so like looking back now if I, if I was more aware of who I am as a person, would I have gone on that show thinking a little more logically of who I am? Probably. But I went on and I really, I really liked Chris, but not enough that I was going to move my life to Iowa because of a guy I liked, you know, I was like almost too realistic. Well, there was a, there was a hilarious video. I just was doing a deep dive. I saw, wait, the, well, first someone of all, edited it? There's, th- there's tons of videos of like all of your moments with Chris to these like, 
you know, I hope you dance right, songs, right, right. which are great. But then there's also some Us Weekly made a video. It's like, Chris, she's just not that into you. And it's like, I think she'd move to Iowa. And there's a clip of you right next to it being like, I would never move to Iowa. <laughs> I just saw that for the first time. <laughs> which and I did too. I'm, I'm glad I saw it for the first time now because I was so sensitive to people having opinions on me back then that I probably would have spiraled. But <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I looking back at it now and like I'm in a relationship I don't talk about it publicly but I'm in a very happy healthy relationship right. and like knowing what I feel versus when I thought I liked this guy was very different but you know I liked Chris and he was fun and funny and it, they didn't show a lot of like our funny moments because you know why would why would, they? Why yeah. would they yeah um and so then after that I went back to my job and the only difference for me was that people would yeah, recognize you were me. yeah yeah and so then um when I went on bin season my my time going on bin season was very different because it was very intentional like I I think we all kind of thought like this is our guy he like, was the best guy, guy. <laughs> like we all went in thinking all like, of us were like he is eight? it he's the one <laughs> yeah he's my guy I don't disagree with you on that you know, it's funny you bring up those videos of me and Chris to like the romantic music because I had a vision of my video with Ben and what song it would be to. What was it? It was um, Ed Sheeran, Tenerife Sea. Oh, Tenerife Sea. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. I love that song, side note, but that's really romantic. What a, what a vision of your life. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's our, like... I could still make you one for you. I mean, you didn't get to the dress portion like no. at the end, but you wore a lot of pretty dresses. I'll make it for you. And you know, I it, it all stopped. My whole vision actually ended abruptly because I pull up and it was Chris Harrison standing there. And I didn't know. I thought Ben was going to be standing there like everyone else, but it was Chris Harrison. Oh, right, because so you came in later. Yeah, so I was like, wow, my, I'm not even going to have the moment in the video that I saw, but whatever. We'll, we'll edit some clips so <laughs> but yeah and so then you know that one was sad I I really was like Ben is the type of guy that I could see myself with and so when that when he when he sent me home as you know it was a devastating <laughs> all of our hopes and dreams crush one what do after I do the now other with my life we're, we're I'm <laughs> yeah. sober before we get to Ben I just have a couple I do have a couple Chris questions. Just okay. Of course, I, I I do a lot of research before an episode, and and there was a classic article. It was you had tweeted something that was essentially, which is what everybody does. Chris and Whitney broke up, and it was all like, okay, well, it's Becca and Chris time. And you had said something, sure, like let me go to the guy that didn't pick me the first time. That sounds like a great idea. But so everyone wanted to know, like. Did you have contact with Chris after, or was it just like when you were done, the ship sailed, you were just friends? Um, we did not talk afterwards. And part of that was because I had gotten really close with Whitney, like during the, from like the finale to when it aired, you know, we talked a lot and I knew that it was a, you know, tough time for her, like having to rewatch it. And it was just a yeah. lot. And um, so as, you know, at that point, he hadn't chosen me. And so I had only talked to her at that point, which was kind of, you know, I think from a lot of people's perspectives, kind of weird and awkward. But I was always trying to reassure her, like, I, you know, I'm your friend. He, he chose you. Like, you have to remember that he chose you. And 
don't listen to what everyone else is saying because this is an edited show. They have to make it, you know, dramatic, whatever. Cause, um, I knew that that was a hard time. So yeah, basically once that was over, he, he came, I had like a blog launch for my blog at the bachelor mansion and, um, he was there. And so like, I got, to, I've seen him a few times at different events and it's always, you know, great to see him and fun, but um, beyond that, yeah, we didn't talk. I've never thought about how hard that would be for her because the narrative was definitely like he was really into Becca and she wasn't into him. And so he kind of picked Whitney. Like that would probably, I, it's bad that I never thought about that, would really suck. Well, yeah, I mean, you think about, and I remember actually having a conversation with Whitney about it being like, this is so messed up. Yeah. Like he broke up with me and he, I mean, let's not, he cared about me. Of course. And every, this is for everyone at the end, most of the time, they care about the other person. And then they turn around within a few hours, if that, and propose to someone else. And like, then you're forced to kind of deal with everyone's opinion of the situation. No wonder all these couples don't work out. Right? It's a I'm like, I would be such a jealous oh psycho God. if that were me. <laughs> if I thought I was psycho now, it would be 10 times worse. <laughs> No, seriously, I, if I got proposed to, and then I had to go through and watch some of the things that the bachelors have said about other women, I would, God done by it'd be really hard. Okay, wait, so let's, let's touch on, we've, we've discussed your virginity a bit, but you were the first person that I could remember that like virginity was like the thing on the show. Like now it's like, oh my God, there's a virgin, but you were, I mean, there wasn't really anyone before you, right? That. Well, Sean Lowe was, uh, I just remember seeing all his like magazine articles about his virginity and being like, (laughs) (laughs) I must've missed those. I I just remember your magazine articles. That was very dramatic, but I'm sure like, was there that pressure while you're filming? I remember you had that kind of conversation with Chris that was like, I'm a virgin. I know. Like, I, I, what's that uh, like? So on, on Chris's season, to be honest, I didn't tell anyone going into the show, like casting anyone. I didn't tell anyone Good I was choice. a virgin. So yeah, because I saw those <laughs> yeah. John Lowe covers, I was like, Good eh, choice. I don't want that to be me. And then Ashley, I was on the season with me and she, I remember it was one night we were still in the mansion. So it was pretty early on. And she came in from having a conversation with Chris and she was crying and one of the other girls was comforting her and I was just kind of like sitting on the couch you know tired wondering when I was gonna have my chance to talk to him and two minutes yeah my two minutes and she comes in (laughs) crying and I I was just kind of casually like hey I was like what's going on and she goes I I just told him that I was a virgin and she was like feeling I guess that the conversation hadn't gone well I totally just forgot that Ashley Wow. How did I forget yeah. that? Well, you wow. know, it's been okay. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> and um, I was just casual, like, I totally forgot I had like seven cameras on me, a mic on. And I go, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a virgin too. And then as I said it, I remember being like, shit, did I just I gave it do to this him. to myself? I released I it. I shot myself in the foot. I released it. Immediately, one of the producers was like, Becca interview come on itm come over here yeah, oh so i go in and she goes you know just say i'm a virgin i had to say i'm a virgin like five times and they use that that one cut like on so times. many yeah yeah Damn. so uh the one time 
I know. And then I'm sure everyone was saying, you talk about being a virgin all the time. Yeah, yeah we get it. You're a virgin. We get it. Like, yeah. Know. Okay, cool. Well. Yeah. So that's how that happened. Oh, my God. You were Kelsey Poe's season, too, yeah? Yeah. What an icon. <laughs> yeah. She's one person I would literally die to talk to. I would love to hear a conversation between the two of you, although I don't really think. Here's the thing. And I've always said this. I think I've, t- I've talked to you about it. Yeah, yeah. I have always said when people go, um, you know, ask about like the villain on the show. I'm always like, they're not a villain. Like if you had a conversation with them, they're fine. Most of the time, like amazing. Um, I was not sure about Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey doesn't. But the thing is, is that like after the show and then we watched everything unfold and like, you know, some of the things she said and did, but then she kind of disappeared. Like no one she ever moved heard to from France, her. I think, or something. So we never even, re- I never felt like I even had a chance to know who she was beyond what I watched on TV. So maybe she's great. I'm going to try. It's like my, it'll, someone actually said like, what's, who's your dream? It's freaking Kelsey Poe. <laughs> I'm going to fight tooth and nail. I'll go to Paris and search her and go to her door and say, can you record with me, please? I feel like I, she, I mean, I, <laughs> I would love to hear the conversation. I'm sure she has a lot to say. Like, I'm you sure know, she does. I, I feel like I'm one person she would maybe, maybe talk to. Yeah, I think if anyone has a chance, it's, it's me. You. I'm rooting for <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, I needed this. And you got, you got so close with Caitlin. Holy mm-hmm. shit, what a season. I did love that that cast, but you and Caitlin were best buds. I remember that. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, both of the seasons I were on, I had such a great experience on both of them that like I when people are, you know, will be like, "What who was your, what was your favorite season?" It's hard for me cuz I was really fortunate to have a great group of girls on both on both seasons. Yeah, true. Well, okay. So you you said like Ben was someone you thought like this is my husband, but how how did you get from how did you get on Ben's season? I guess like did you just say hey I'm into Ben like can I show up? I actually tweeted something. Okay. Um, watching. <clears throat> okay, so what happened with Ben was I was Caitlin was in LA for the premiere. Okay. And so the night before it aired, I went over to her hotel room and we were watching the premiere together of her season. And Ben gets out of the limo and I was like, oh, who is that? Who is and she? she was like, that's Ben. Oh my gosh, that would be so great together. Um, and I go, well, how, you know, how far does he get? Because I, I just had a feeling he would be the bachelor. Like that they were bachelor. Be the bachelor. Yeah. 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 And she was like, he's third, but he'll, he'll probably be the bachelor. And I was like, dang it. And she was like, you should go back on his season. And I was like, absolutely not. I am not giving the producers the validation of asking to go back on. (laughs) So I tweeted something as the season was airing. I said, Ben is what I, I said something along the lines of Ben is what every 26 year old virgin is looking for. I'm going to search it as you're talking. Something like that. Okay. Got it. Could have been 27. I can't remember how old I was. Anyways, so then probably nothing happened in that time. Like, I didn't really talk to anyone. And then probably two weeks before the season started filming, uh, Elon, who is a former producer of the show, texted me and was like, "Um, what are you doing this fall? And I was like, 
I don't know why. And he was like, you know why? Okay, wait, here it is. August 24th, 2015. You said Ben H is what most 26-year-old virgins named Becca are looking for. <laughs> wow. That, that is... is forward. Yeah, I, I really capitalized on the virgin thing. 8,000 and... likes and immediately it went to full-on get him, girl. Yeah, it was, um, it was a bold move. And... So bold. And so, yeah, I, and so when Elon asked me, I said, I want, I would love to come on. I want to meet Ben, but I don't want to come in halfway through. Like, I don't want it to be dramatic. I want to come on just like, night like, one. yeah, night one. And he said, okay. And he didn't tell me that I would be walking into Chris Harrison and not Ben, but of course he wanted. Well, I remember there was like rumors or, or stuff that you were coming on. And of course, oh, I was really? like, yeah, I remember. Oh, I didn't know my that. my mom somehow, bef- well, because I was, I, I was brought on super late in the process. So like, okay. it was already released that he was the bachelor and everything when I signed on. I only okay. had like a week to get ready. And so it was already kind of out, like some stuff was out, Becca Tilly's coming on and I was like, I'm done, we're done for it. Like, obviously it's, it's Becca, <laughs> she's, she's the girl, not. <laughs> obviously not. But so then I was the last in the limo you know, that we thought. So I was thinking I'd walk in and you would be there and then you weren't there. And I was like, well, maybe she's not showing up. Like maybe that was wrong. Mm-hmm. She walks in. Fangirling. <laughs> well, I have to wonder, right? Like, did you, were you nervous walking in like late? Like, did you think people would hate you? Olivia, I swear when we pulled up, cause it was me and Amber. Right. Oh, of course. Amber. Who was, was also from Christmas season. Yes. Yeah. And we pulled up together. Thank God she was with me because it was Chris Harrison and not Ben. And I remember getting out of the limo being like, go home, Becca. What are you doing? You're about to have to walk into a, like a mansion full of girls. A lion's den. I remember walking up to the door and I was sh- like physically shaking. <laughs> My heart was pounding and thinking, what have I done? And <laughs> then I walked in late? and like, uh, yeah, is it too late? I like, turned back. <laughs> What, what are, how are they going to edit it if I just take <laughs> off running? So um, I walk in and I will say most of the, gr- I mean. G- I ran, I got up and hugged you so big. <laughs> I was so, ex- everyone was like. Ah! It was so, everyone was so nice. And then of course, like there were a few girls and I remember even Jubilee after the, the our first day in the mansion, she was like, we talked it out because she was mad that I was there. Oh, I know and I was she- like. I totally understand. I expected this reaction, but I'm starting. I haven't met Ben. I, I, we, Ben and I had talked on text and I, he was like, yeah, you should come on. And then I panicked that he was going to change his mind. So like when, when I showed up, I literally was like, this could be the most weird ever, you know? And, um, but yeah. And then once I had conversations with Jubilee and really Lace, because those are the ones who were like mostly upset, it was fine. And then I was like, in the stress zone like everyone else. And you were just integrated perfectly into the stress zone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm curious, like, did you, I mean, obviously you had a leg up and so did Amber and that you had had a season under your belt. But like, was there anything you took from Chris's season into Ben's season as far as like, okay, here's what I'm going to do differently? To be honest, the only thing that I really was different for me was that I felt like I could be a little more comfortable and like my feelings and my emotions and like I was so scared the first season of I didn't want to I'm kind of dry and sarcastic and I was like they could totally cut something I say and 
spin it totally. Yeah. And so I was very cautious. So the only thing was that I felt a little more relaxed going into it. But to be honest with Chris, I felt so confident that he was into me that I never felt like a super stressed out feeling around the other girls. Cause I like felt confident in how he felt about me. Whereas Ben, I didn't feel that. So I was a little, I was way more on edge and just like insecure that whole season, yeah. which was interesting. Cause technically I, you would think I would have been a little more secure having gone through it before, but it was actually the opposite. Obviously I never felt secure. I did at the beginning, but that went away very quickly. <laughs> well, you have a moment, like you have a date that goes really well or have a moment and then you go, that was so great. And then I was roommates with Jojo and she would come home and it was so weird because we were so close, like we were friends and I wanted to, it was almost like your friend goes on a date and you want to know, but then you're dating that guy too. I <laughs> so remember, like, I think Jojo had the date, right? Where we were in Vegas and we had to yes. watch them from the helicopter yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the table blew over. Yes, and they kissed. I yeah. remember, you know, they make us stay up or, you know, not make us, but they want you to stay up so that they can film you, you know, her coming back. And I was just like, I don't want to be there when she's like talking about how great the date was. Like, I just don't want to be there. Yeah. It's like you want to be supportive, but it's also just like, it's so hard. And also, we all knew that him and Jojo had like such a good connection, you know? I know. So And so like, like when I would see and hear things that she said, I thought, he does not feel the same way about me. I can feel that. <laughs> I, d I mean, I definitely felt it a lot. Like, I, yeah. think, I think you hang on for dear life. Like, this could change. <laughs> this Literally, could change. And I remember Caitlin telling me that when uh, on, on her season with Sean, they like didn't let them have a ton of time together because they were so connected that they didn't want to make it obvious or whatever. And so I thought what they're doing with me and Ben they're just keeping us apart because it's too obvious <laughs> it's gotta be it right I we they tried to pull that on me you know we get we get to the Bahamas and I still haven't had a date and Kayla gets her second date and they're like but but they're just and at that point I'm like no like I know you could have maybe argued that before Kayla got her second one-on-one -on -one. Yeah, yeah. up until that point I was just like maybe I don't he's just making me sweat a little bit like <laughs> he knows how confident I am I'm just he just, so confident. he's not worried about my oh, well I've always said this but like you and Jojo were the two people who were nice to me the whole time and I still to this day regret like getting so in my head that I didn't get to like hang with you guys as much as I wanted to but you know I I mean how it was such a unique situation and I think because of I could be wrong but how they wanted your storyline to be they probably wanted to get in your head about what it would be like hanging out with you know the rest of the girls but I just I I've never really liked separate like making someone feel separated from the group so I was always I remember like when I talked to you and Mexico yeah. City yes I was I just wanna, like yeah just come hang out with that you know like hang out with I want to I want to talk about that because I I brought that up on Ben's podcast after the goat episode and I had never told that story but I guess it was just because I had never really talked about it like with him or like in a way but um but yeah like obviously Mexico City was a night that just like fucking sucked it was awful and this was on camera but obviously it didn't air because why would anyone 
extend an olive branch to me on camera but (laughs) but Becca pulled me over and was like just hang like we love you we want to hang out with you and obviously that was before shit really really hit the fan um but but that was something that like I'm always so grateful for like I'll always remember that and I knew you meant it too and like had everything not blown up like if that all hadn't happened and Ben hadn't said come over and you know this person talked about you and that I could have gone through and been like, okay, maybe I'm going to have confidence to like exert myself and like Mm -hmm. hang out with people. But obviously then it went to shit and, but, but that was really like so cool of you to do. Like I said, I don't, I, it's all in the past now. And I just have always wanted, I never wanted you to, I knew that I knew how hard the situation was for me. And so then I thought, if I was feeling like this and I was alone in this and felt like X from the group, I would be full. Yeah. Miserable. miserable. So I was just like, you know, and I, I had such a great experience on Christmas season. So I was like, this is such a, you know, this can be such a great experience and it's not like that for everybody. But, um, so yeah, but yeah, there was a lot of Mexico city was a wild week in general. Wild Mexico kind of sucked a lot. <laughs> it wasn't the best. But then we go to the Bahamas and I think things are turning up and everything's fun and we're on and you guys get to play with the pigs and there are Okay, that was the scariest I mean ever. It was the funniest date in the world though. It was hilarious. I was so I went from so excited to literally thinking I was gonna have like a chunk of my butt <laughs> bit were... by a pig. So and they were squealing it was just not the cutest it was, date. Yeah. It wasn't as cute as it could have been it was just also so stormy like the whole everything about it was just so Bahamas was stormy yeah I mean I was stuck in a snowstorm on the (laughs) island yeah or not snowstorm a monsoon (laughs) I was in a snowstorm it's fine (laughs) I mean it's almost like that do the producers control the weather because they did and on that two-on-one date they absolutely (laughs) did they called mother nature and they were like have this monsoon on Olivia by herself in the middle of the ocean. Oh, it was. Were you surprised when you got sent home or were you kind of like expecting it? Um, kind of both, honestly, because I could tell as things were narrowing down that I didn't have the same connection that he had with Lauren and with Jojo. And um, I never really knew the connection he had with Kayla. And so yeah I remember that one day she that day she told someone it may have been Jojo was like freaking out and Kayla goes Jojo she said something like Jojo like we all know who's going home and Jojo was like who and she was like Becca and so Jojo of course comes and tells me and I was like I didn't know what I was like she said what (laughs) I didn't know that shit yeah so I was like damn it could be me could be me I uh, get ready and we're standing in the freezing cold in Indiana and he yeah he called whoever's name was the last I I actually think he I'd have to go back and rewatch it I can't remember who he called who the last one was called but I feel like it wasn't Kayla and so at that point I thought oh because I I felt like Amanda Lauren and Jojo were like shoe-ins and so because I didn't know his connection with Kayla right so I thought it was between us and I I can't remember who's last it was probably 
I think it was Amanda. That was last? Yeah. Yeah, so I think when Kayla's name was called, yeah, I was like, oh, dang, like, <laughs> I'm gone. I'm, this Bye. is it. Like, take a moment and say your goodbyes. <laughs> So oh, shoot. I, um, and I, I had a conversation with Ben the day before on our last date where I was like, I'm fine if you send me home. Like, if, if you're not seeing this, but please don't blindside me. Like, just yeah. give me a hint. Give me something. And of course he didn't because he can't. Yeah, of course. And I remember sitting like, down. Like, hey, can you switch your eye or something? Yeah, just pull your ear. Just let me know. <laughs> and so we sit on the bench and I was like, you promised you want to do that. Like. <laughs> I yeah, I just have so many like funny memories of like you're just the funniest person. Like I'll never forget we were in Vegas and like the <laughs> night was long and we were it's like a cocktail party and I don't know if Jojo came back and you were like I love that lip color and it was like a bunch of different lipstick colors like clearly. <laughs> like, oh my god. You're, you're like trying to avoid the fact that he's like <laughs> macking yeah, with everyone. <laughs> And didn't like you both had the flu or something, and you were like, "Yeah, yeah. I had been sick." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you just wow. had a good. You had a good way of like laughing it off, like laughing off the fact that just laughing you know, off. yeah, just, you just had insecurity to. and <sighs> devastation. <laughs> yeah, it's a trick my parents gave me. You know, you just true, true. So both of our hearts were broken. We were both dumped. Yeah. Were you ever asked to go on Paradise or did you ever like consider that? Yeah, I was asked after Chris's season. Um, I may have been asked that for Ben's season too, but I, I, um, to be honest, after Chris's season, I never thought I'd do another Bachelor show. So then I was very much like, absolutely not Paradise. And it was only the second season at that point. So I was unsure of, I don't know. It just didn't really interest me. And then, I went on Ben season and then everyone had talked about paradise and how there were like crabs in the beds and stuff. And I was like, and it's like so hot. No, yeah, thanks. Um, okay. We do have Facebook questions. Becca Weber. What's the best thing to come out of her experience on the show? Both seasons. Um, I would say the friendships. I feel like it's kind of a cliche answer, but I do feel like I made such great friends and, um, and I think the experience in general, I felt like I grew a lot as a person because in the weirdest way, it's almost like you're forced to open up about yourself. And I will say, like, in recent seasons, I feel like it's almost, I don't know how to say, like, uh, what's, I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for, where you expose someone's vulnerabilities for, oh, you know what the word I'm thinking of? Um, exploit. Expo- exploit. Bam. Sometimes I feel like there's like some, I mean, the, the topics are so heavy and like, I think they're beautiful and I think they can help a lot of people. But at the same time, I'm like, did that person want to, to, to do that, to open up about they that? They feel like they had date? to, to like, yeah. Cause they, that's what you have to do. Yeah. To have like their story or to yes. be memorable, whatever right. it is. Right. And maybe, maybe it was like, it, it's therapeutic. I don't know. But um, yeah, I just, I got so many great friendships. Even Ben is like one of my great friends and yeah. someone that I see, like, you know, I love him and his fiance, Jess and yeah. text both of them. And yeah, we all won somehow. Some we way. really did. I feel Some that way. way. Um, okay. Oh, I don't know how to say this name. I'm really sorry. Uh, has the show ever asked her two gorgeous sisters to be on the show? <laughs> um, no, both no. my younger sisters would, 
have no interest in being on the show. I'll say that. <laughs> Great. Then no. Yeah. Okay. L- before we talk about scrub, the scrubbers, mm-hmm. we have to address a couple things. Let's address the, the fight at Halloween. Oh my god. Everyone wants to know. Everyone thinks I'm like a fighter. It's really great. I was literally so drunk, so I'm really I have spotty memories, but yes. I I yeah. It, it's I was like tipsy, but you know when something happens and it just like, oh, yeah, buzzes it's you adrenaline. Out. Yeah. So essentially who who I think it was Allie and Jojo and you? Uh-huh. How many I think it was, it was a group of my friends. Yeah. So uh, it was a group of my friends. I was there for my uh, 29th birthday. Right. So in Nashville and we, you came to Brandy's Halloween party and y'all did the, the Klein and the, right. I can't remember everyone's names, but it was absolutely hilarious. That was the first time that Klein existed, right? Yeah. We got to Nashville and none of us had Halloween ideas. So we were just like in a panic and finally we were like, let's just be, kind of like Joe Dirt inspired men. Yes. And so we all had our own character and we were listening to uh, Lainey and the lead singer is Paul Klein. And so we just thought Klein with a C was the way to go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was hilarious. And, um, and Klein was in character the whole night. So Klein was like, you know, jiving with the girls at the party and doing (laughs) some booty stuff. And there was this girl at the party don't know her never met her never seen her and she was like just talking a little bit of smack about beck klein and was just like not cool and i didn't like the words she was using i don't use those words but you know they were not nice and you know i was wearing i was khaleesi but i i was wearing pants and like a bra top but i had a whole hair wig on so it's not like you could see like no boobies you looked amazing i looked good but not she was like walking around being like she's so slutty blah 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 oh she said that about you oh yeah oh yeah so yeah she talked about you and i'm like uh-uh you talk about me but don't don't talk about klein don't talk about klein don't talk about klein because <laughs> klein is hysteric klein is the one best dressed but also like <laughs> she had the stupidest costume also which was weird because i'm like are you just jealous because you have the ugliest costume <laughs> yeah. But anyway, in the moment, um, I decided to march on up to her and be like, don't fucking talk about Klein. Don't talk about my sluttiness, because if I want to be, I can be. And she was kind of like, like, you stupid. And I was like, you're not nice. And why are you here? You don't even, who who even are you? (laughs) So bad. I only used my words. That was it. And then when I had enough, I was like, I've had enough. I've made my point across. Don't make fun of anyone for their costumes or their behavior on Halloween. No. And, but then I guess the a girl at the party who had had beef with her already decided to like <laughs> pull her hair or something. This is all really coming back to me right now. So, um, a girl who owns title boxing. So like she could literally just like touch you and you'd go across the room, but she, she like, kind of went across the room and and then we she was kicked out within like 10 seconds and I was just like I was just telling her not be nice but they had beef (laughs) but all of that to say that it started with someone making fun of Klein and the way Klein was jiving with the ladies yeah and it was welcomed completely and I (laughs) listen I will be honest I was quite 
drunk, severely under the influence by the time I got to the party. <laughs> and so we were very much in character. Like I had established my character. We were like, we're going to stay in character the whole night. Oh, yeah. And all of y'all were dressed like so cute. Like all the girls looked so pretty. And so I was like, well, I'm going to be flirty. Like Klein is just going to be flirty with the chicks. And that was the whole thing. I'd be like, yeah, it's a hot chick. Like that's how we were talking the but whole like night. That, and it was absolutely hysterical. <laughs> I, yeah, I went up to this girl and at first she like was like, leave me alone. And I thought whoa, whoa, whoa. she was yes, joking. No, what am, am I totally forgetting this story? So here's what happened. Yes, Klein went up to the girl. And was doing the jive, the gyrations, you know, kind of doing some, like, grinding. And this girl was like, get off me, you stupid nigga. Yeah, yeah. You creep. And that's, <laughs> and then that's when she started going off and talking about, yeah. Shit, how yeah. did I forget that? That's an integral part of this story. Well, yeah. And, you know, could I have been a little more respectful when she told me to leave her alone? Sure. But I thought it was a joke. So I just kept going up to her and be like, what up you know and so then I don't know why at some point I went out to the front yard to do god knows what and I'm walking back in and she slams to the door and she goes I got kicked out because of you and I was like yeah oh like I'm so I'm so sorry yeah wow yeah I was like y'all were heroes to me that night because well look she wasn't adding much to the party and I'm like everyone here is giving it their all right <laughs> everybody here and that's all i said like i don't like your toot that's what i said i don't like your attitude this is a party we're all having fun who are you commenting on people's costumes or people's behavior we're all friends yeah. here we get to act like fools because we're yeah. friends and we forgive each other tomorrow i think she maybe she was like having feelings for klein and she didn't know i how think to, that's like, what it was it. i think she, she had like... feels for klein that's <laughs> what it was i get it listen Klein's mullet when it's in action. Oh, it's... and the leg hair. Oof. Yeah, yes. Oof. That's what I'm saying. Maybe so she good. felt a little No, that's what it was. That's what it was. But yeah, that's the story, guys. It's not anything really crazy. It was kind of, though. It was like, it was nice, but it was like, you definitely were like, listen up here. Listen. This ain't gonna work. That's not how you talk well, to my look friends. Look at that. Like, we've both like shown up for each other in very different times. And I mean, ways, I'm not but... necessarily as proud of that time, but I still meant well. I feel great. I literally remember feeling like I really felt taken care of and protected. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to take care of you. Everyone had my back. Everyone had Klein's back, which I appreciate. And then the party, like, but it was ready to end anyway. If anything, people thought that it was like an act, like that that was how we were going to close out the party. And I was like, I wish I could say that was an act. I think literally, I'm not kidding. I have videos of me, Allie, and Jojo doing cartwheels in, in the front yard. So I, beyond her shoving me, leaving, I don't remember. And then I woke up at the house and I was eating Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I remember. And I thought I thought Brandy was never going to talk to me again, and then she's like, "What? It was awesome!" And I was like, "Okay, great." <laughs> so yeah, that's the story, guys. I hope that was riveting. Oh, that was such that was so fun to live live that back. Oh, and of course, I forgot to when I post this, I have to the selfie that you took with my mom at the airport. <laughs> yeah, she almost like shat her pants when she met you at the airport. <laughs> Where was that? Like, Nashville? I think yeah, I actually it had to have been. Or Austin, but that's the only places she's worked. Wait, I think it was Austin because I was leaving um, an iHeart Festival. Okay, thing okay, it could, yeah, 
Well, either way, she's like, guess who I just met? She sent me this selfie with you, and I was like, ah. I know. Your mom's really great. She's like, she's she's like that mom that's cooler than me, you know? Like, she lives her life a lot cooler than I do, so I'm always just like. (laughs) (laughs) You're like the mom. (laughs) I literally am. (laughs) Okay, let's discuss scrubbing in majority of the questions were about this because you've created an unbelievable community of human beings um so i have this question sierra rivera what will happen to scrubbing when grace ends you know scrubbing in the title came from my love for the show and when we initially did this like when we when i initially started the podcast it was just me and it was basically going to be me talking about my favorite shows and different tv shows i was watching so it was kind of centered around sorry that concept and then when we brought tanya on it kind of took a new turn of like it being just like girl chat and um and she loves Grey's anatomy too and so it just worked out in that way and Grey's Anatomy, although it may end, it will live on forever, forever. because I don't know about y'all, but sometimes when I just need something comforting, oh, yeah. I will watch old episodes of Grey's Anatomy. If I see old episodes on cable, like, it's done. I'm on. I'm yeah. watching it. And I love it. And I, I remember every. It's so fun to go back down memory lane. I mean, how many... There's not many shows that have this many characters that just die in very dramatic ways, and then they come back somewhere in the clouds you know it's just amazing that it's lasted this long so yeah it will it will if anything it'll be even more special once the show ends truly there's some rumors about the end but heather stambro says how would she like to see gray's end okay i have this theory okay ready for this it's gonna end with Phoebe's trying to get up with me, but oh, every time thieves. I try to pick her up, she backs thieves. away. It's so annoying. Gemma does the same thing. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. No, like same thing. Hi, Phoebe! <laughs> oh, my God, little smush. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, so I think that my theory is that it ends with, I think it could end this season, which I don't even like talking about, but just how I, I it's agree. going, them bringing everyone back. I think that Christina is going to show up. Okay. To, um, you remember when uh, Meredith almost drowned and then Christina like grabbed her feet and she woke up. I think it's going to be something similar to that. And I think that Meredith will wake up to say something to Christina. And then I think Meredith is going to pass away From and go COVID. to the beach. Yeah. Go to the beach. And she's going to finally get to, like, we'll know that she's gone because she'll finally get to hug Patrick with Derek. And then I think it's going to do this whole thing where it, like, flashes forward and it shows Zola, their daughter, going, walking into the hospital. As the taking over the name. Yeah. That's a good idea. I have chills just telling you about my idea. I do, too. (laughs) I hope they do it. Yeah, so that would be, like, my dream ending. That is a dream. As long as I see Patrick Dempsey. I, that's all I'm saying. That's all and I care about. I've just never been able to get on board with her, with anyone else. No, never. I mean, the whole, like, trying to get on with, um, what's his butt? DeLuca oh or McWidow? DeLuca. DeLuca, I at least was, like, something about him reminded me of Patrick. I don't know. There's something about him. but I know, I know. So, I was the same. It just never... 
I and I was fine with her being like a boss ass, like totally single mom, just doing her thing without a guy. Yeah, yeah, weird. So yeah. Um, Shauna Nicole, which Gray's character would she want to date, alive or dead? <laughs> um, I mean, I think I would have to say Patrick Dempsey. I mean, Derek okay. Shepard, but also I, you know, who I really loved is Henry Scott Foley, who was with oh, Teddy. Oh, of course. Yes. I loved him, and I was so sad. I, yeah, I met him in person. I like had the biggest crush on him. He's married, but I had the biggest crush on him. <laughs> They're all married. Um, I know. Okay, but you've also had like a couple of them on the podcast, or you've met them in person. So who was like your ultimate? Like whether it's oh just gosh. you felt like y'all were buds, or I mean, everyone's been. I literally we haven't had a bad experience. You know. I mean, fortunately, because sometimes you get people on the podcast and you've been excited about them and then you're like, they let you down. Oh, yeah, but none of the Grace people have done that. I would say one of the most surprising and like I could have talked to her for hours was Kim Raver, who plays Teddy. Yeah, she was amazing. Really? And I think her okay. character's so serious and always like stressed and she's always doing something that causes Wrong. drama. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just fun to talk to her because of the just as herself she was so fun and so bubbly and so down to like get excited about it with us which was really fun I mean like y'all are basically the podcast for Grey's Anatomy like do they acknowledge that that they all say like they've heard about our podcast like well, there you go we'll be like I don't know if you've heard about us like, oh yeah we know so I don't know what, I don't know what's being said oh my God. But... Um, yeah, but. Kellen Uhelski said, where does she think scrubbing in would be today if Tanya had never joined as her co-host? It's such a great question. I don't, I think it would still be going in the sense that I would still be doing it as like a fun thing for me to do. Yeah. But I think the direction that it went was so... <clears throat> Like her presence is the reason why it's gone in the way that it did. And so I think it would have had it. It would have just been based on how long I wanted to do it. Honestly, I think it would have been like if I got tired of it, which I think something about doing it with my best friend is it doesn't really feel like a work thing for me. It's like fun girl talk. Yeah. Like girl, girl chat. So, um, yeah, I mean, bringing on Tanya was, it was to me, it's just what it was always supposed to be. I actually have a mug, um, a mug that a company sent me at the scrubbing in mug and it was before Tanya came on and I was, I went to grab it the other day. I was like, where's Tanya? What is this? I did. I did this before Tanya. (laughs) Did you meet her through the podcast or had you known her beforehand? No, we have been best friends for a few years by that point and actually lived in the same, like literally shared a wall. So we were really oh, great. close at that point. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, all right. A couple random last questions and I want to make sure. Uh, Claire Carricker, where does she see herself five years, 10 years from now? <laughs> I hate I that I love question. this question so much. Thank you so much, Claire, for asking it. <laughs> um. It's so funny. I have always, I, even speaking of Chris's season, I remember he goes like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I remember this because I kept saying, I don't know. And everyone kept saying, she Say doesn't anything know she other wants. than I don't know. Yeah. And so I've really been thinking about why I am that way. Like I'm not someone who I don't set long-term goals. I, because I can't even live in the moment, find them. 
Yeah. And I'm reading this book called I Could Do Anything I Want If I Only Knew What It Was. And it's been so eye opening of how we have desires and sometimes we can't find them or know what they are or be able to voice them. And so this book is kind of like a just like a help self-help book to help you kind of write down certain things in your life that may have caused you to be hesitant of success or hesitant of change. And um, so I don't know what that looks like. I hope I own a house by then. I hope that I, that's really it. That's okay. all. Owning a house <laughs> is a huge step. That's like a five yeah, year yeah, deal yeah. right there. That's your yeah. five years at least. Um, okay. Uh, oh, thoughts of Jojo as host of the show. Um, I mean, Jojo's good at anything she does. Literally. I, I feel I feel like she would be great at that. She and Jordan, I think, just filmed a new reality show where they're the host of it. And so I'm really excited to watch that. I, I'm really excited to see Tasha and Caitlin do it this season. And we've only ever seen Chris Harrison, which has been great. I mean, he's been a huge part of the show and yeah. what it has become. And I think having two women who people love you good? Maybe he's like dying over you here. Bro? <laughs> you good, bro? Um, <clears throat> I'm really excited to see like something fresh and new. And I think Same. they're going to do such a great job. So I think it could be fun if they, you know, bring keep them if it's super successful or like interchange people. But I think it's going to be fun to have a new take on it. And I don't think there needs to be any bashing on either side to... Mm be excited about that the show is not the host the show is the freaking cast absolutely killing it so let's get excited support the cast and then support whoever's hosting it you feel yeah, yeah. I, I agree yeah. um okay before I, I forgot to, let's talk about your relationship that you've kept private which is very hard to do in the world that we live in so how have yeah. you been able to do that I mean I swear like I've wanted I wanted to do that in my last relationship and I, I, I gave in. Like, how, how have you stuck to it so well? I think because my, you know, I had a relationship with Robert, right. uh, who was also from The Bachelor World. And it was great in the sense that being with it being public, that <clears throat> there was a lot of support and excitement about it. And there was this, like, high you get when you post a beautiful photo. And, you get tons and of everyone's just like, oh, my. Yeah. yeah. And but then when when we broke up, there was this really stressful pressure I felt of having to acknowledge it. And I felt like I owed everyone an, an explanation. And um, when I got into this relationship, it was something new and I didn't want to immediately make it public for personal reasons. And then at this point now, I'm kind of in that in-between of like, it'd be nice, you know, it'd be fun to show and like be public. And then there's parts to me that love that it's ours because I talk about it with people. It's not like it's hidden or private as much as it's just not on social media. Right. That's, but that's just thing. like, I feel like it's so easy to like, I don't know, screw up on social, like send something to a, a, everyone instead of a close friend or something like that. Like, I'm just so impressed with the yeah. fact that you've like seriously <laughs> done it. It's funny. I just, I saw this interview with Kristen Stewart and she was talking about when her and uh, Robert Pattinson were together. And she was saying that, you know, 
in one way she loved that it was private and that it wasn't being this like spectacle of their relationship but then she was like at the same time we didn't hold hands walking down the street because we didn't want to give them the satisfaction of getting a photo of that but at the same time we missed out on holding hands walking down the street you know so there's this give and take that you you have like the pros and cons of it being private and the pros and cons of it being public and I'm kind of in that space where now I'm like I'd be happy either way but there's something that's nice it's just like another thing for people to have an opinion on in my life I mean I imagine though the only stress would be it's like the longer you keep it the more people like rabid people get right like they're like right that's like the one question but it's but then it's like you give a little bit like let's say I post a photo and talk about my relationship then it's like we want more and then it's a never ending. We are never satisfied. I say that as personally too. Like we always want more from people. So we'll see. I'm not like, I used to be like, I'll never be public about it. And now I'm kind of like, you know, it's not that it's, it's, I think people love to celebrate love. And yeah. I think there's oh, yeah. always going to be people who have an opinion and have, you know, negative, negative things to say. But I think all in all, love is something that people want to celebrate. And if it's something Hell that yeah, could... Girl. It's something worse. I'll be excited either way. Thank you. (laughs) Either way. I support whatever you choose. Privacy or not. Um, (laughs) Oh, Hannah Nestle. Who is her all-time favorite bachelor couple? And who is not together, but she thinks would be great together? Um, My favorite bachelor couple. It's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, I think I have to go with JoJo and Jordan just because they're like two of my best friends. All-time are great. I mean, yeah, they're great together. Um. Outside of them, I mean, I love Caitlin and Jason together, yeah, which was yeah. such a fun turn of events, you know? You were, like, around when they first met or something, right? We did, we did a – she was with Sean at the time, and she asked me to come do the podcast with her and Jason in the room because yeah. she was like, I don't want to be alone with them. I'm I'm nervous. And so I went on, and I, I barely got a, a word in. I was literally the most <laughs> third wheel. Everyone was like, why was Olivia there? I was like, I don't know. I was asked to be here. And then from there, yeah, I guess that's when he called his mom right afterwards and was like, I'm going to marry that girl or whatever. And I was like, oh. I'm glad I was in the room. I just was drinking wine, hanging out, listening <laughs> yeah. to them. The the sparks were flying, and I was just like, oh, uh, uh, oh okay, yep, yeah, I'll be quiet. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Sure. That, I second that. Good point. <laughs> yeah. No, they're really they're funny. Like they're so compatible. And I think just watching him on Becca season, I never would have put him with Caitlin, but now it makes total sense. Yeah, I guess those are two people we wouldn't have put together, but bam, there we are. Yeah. So what can what are we what can we expect of you? Like what's going on? What's next? Everyone wants to know what your next projects are. <laughs> Uh, my next project what's your next um, project right now I mean a lot of my projects right now are through social media working with brands and I mean I think that it's if people were a lot of people are like what are you what is your dream job mm-hmm. like I think I'm living my dream job you know yeah. which is really cool to say and I'm really excited for travel to open oh, up again God, me too I know you're dying too oh, so absolutely dying <laughs> Um, I can't wait for that and just to explore and see different places. And like I said, house hunting has been on my mind. So hopefully that comes soon. Okay, great. Which is it's a very competitive market right I now. Imagine. Yep. 
um, yeah, so those are the things. And then just, you know, being happy and being grateful and living with Phoebe. Phoebe? Do you want to have a play date with Gemma? No, yeah. Just Gemma's an asshole, oh. so she's... Okay, people always, when I'm on a walk, people will hold their dog and they'll be like, she's really mean. I think Phoebe has like some good energy or something. Cause they always really? like stop and sniff her and the owners will be like, what is this? She's never like this. Okay. I will fly can to put LA it to the test. literally tomorrow. <laughs> Gemma hates everyone, everything, every human, every dog. Oh, I really have a good okay, well, one. Maybe, on my hands. maybe we, yeah, maybe we, but she's not, she's off. just like shy. She's not, she has no teeth. So she's like, she would never be like, ah, She's just like very shy and very skittish and like shakes 24 7 because everything scares her. It's just like. Isn't she hairless? Yes. Is she cold? All the time. <laughs> but she has a she's great style. Oh, yeah. You always oh have my God, her in better than me. But I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't spend any money. I just buy shit tons of clothes from the dog store. She's so chic. And then they look at the mom and they're like. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I will never forget what I. When we moved into the mansion for the first time and I saw you, it was like so early in the morning after, I don't know if people realize, but we have this ceremony that rose first, or the first night lasts through the night. And then we go back to a hotel, we sleep. And then the next morning at like 5 a.m. we're moving into the mansion. Yep. And you see everyone glammed up that first night. Right. And I always, both seasons, I remember... Every single girl, I was like, oh, my God, they're even prettier with, like, no makeup at 5 a.m. I will never forget seeing you for the first time. I was like, we should all head home. <laughs> Stop. We have young Phoebe, Cameron don't. Diaz. I know, I know. Yeah, Just keep Phoebe. yelling. Keep yelling about it. Phoebe's agreeing. Oh, well, wow. That's really – what a way to just end this off. Yeah, I'm serious. I was like, like, it's like Cameron Diaz from The Mask is living in the house with us, so – Okay, sorry. Phoebe! And I was like, Becca Tilly's in the house, so we're, we're done. There's nothing to my, be worried about My there. dreams are shattered. I listened to a podcast recently where Ben was like, I think always saw me. He kind of basically said, like, he always saw me as a friend of, like, someone he could see in, in his life. And I'm like, I really appreciate that now, but if I had heard that I would have literally cried and left. Yeah. And okay, thank you for thank the Thank you friend for the friendship. Then. I really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the nationally televised friendship oh, that I was trying no. to make into more. Oh, God. Well, yeah. I love you. I love you. Thanks for having this me. This was so fun. And, I know. Um, yeah, I love going down memory lane with you. I know. It was really Give fun. Give Phoebe a little hug for me. I know. Give Gemma a very gentle hug. Very kind, very slow. Klein, yeah. it's been a ball. I'll text <laughs> you in five minutes, Klein. Okay, sounds good. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you.